Hi everybody, welcome back to The Risen. It's another Wednesday night, we're going to continue through our uh, study of the book of James, and uh, this time we're going to be in James 4, starting at verse 13, going through verse 17. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town, and spend a year there, and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a midst that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Yeah, so... Um, this, I don't know, this passage can be taken a whole lot of ways. Um, in one way, it's kind of scary to read. If you're talking about, you know, you really don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You really don't know if you have any assurance for the future. And obviously, no one likes to hear that. We all, we all like there to be some kind of, you know, assurance for the future. Whether it's, okay, I know I'm going to wake up, you know, at 9.30, or I know I'm going to eat my lunch at, at noon or something. Uh, we all like to know that there, there's at least something there that's going to happen for sure, you know, tomorrow or, or the week after or even years after. And mm-hmm. the Bible just says you really can't have any confidence in that. Right. And I, I don't, less confidence, but just more about, you know, boasting about it. Uh, you know, and, and you know, in the example here, it talks about they go as far to say as not only will we, will we spend a year in a certain place, but we'll make a profit. And I, I think that's a big part of it, is there's this assumption of success. Um, and that part is is kind of boastful. That's kind of boastful for, for you to say, okay, well, yeah, in a year's time, I will have made profit. Because mm-hmm. uh, you don't know. For all you know, in a year's time, you'll be bankrupt. Um, and you'll lose everything. Mm-hmm. And why, like, and like, why do you think that is? Is it because you think that you're going to do this and that and it's going to get you there? Or is it because you trust in God and you believe that whatever it is, it's in His will. Yeah. And yeah, that's where we get to later. This talking about, you know, you don't know what tomorrow brings. You know, you're, what is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and vanishes. And, and then yeah, it talks about boasting and arrogance and stuff. But ultimately, yeah, it's getting at, at the, uh, you know, idea of, of um, when, you're, when you're relying on yourself and not the will of God. I'll make a profit through my business because I know what I'm doing. That's when it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, when, you, when you say that, you know, when we say the phrase that God is working out good for all those who love him, that's a phrase that is Im- Im- implying some sort of future. But it's a reliance on God. It's a trust in God. It's not a reliance on self when we make that kind of statement. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a difference there. Big difference. Yeah. And, uh, you know, another phrase also kind of ties along with that is, like, all things are possible. Mm. I mean, not when you're doing it, but yeah. when God is doing it, yeah, 100%. Yeah, but we have to be careful with that phrase because we misquote that phrase a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we say, this thing I want is possible because I've got on my side. Well, it's only possible if it's what God wants. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when it says in the scripture, if the Lord, it, instead you ought to say, if the Lord wills, he will live, or we will live and do this or that. 
if you're living in such a way, like, if the Lord wills, I will do this, then yeah, anything's possible yeah. if the Lord wills it to happen. Yeah. If, if Sorry, go ahead. Uh, and I've heard, you know, I've heard someone say it before, like this, when you said, uh, it's possible with God on my side, well, God needs to be in control. Yeah. You know, uh, we we can't, we, we don't rule this world. We can't mm-hmm. really be in control of anything. So it needs to be God in control. So we can't put ourselves up there ne- right next to him. There, like there's no comparison with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, when you talk about, you know, this is a big misquotation of, of that scripture uh, of, you know, anything's possible with God. God's at the X. You know, oh, that team is better than us. That team is, is undefeated. We only have one win. Oh, well, anything's possible through God. We can beat this team. Um, and, and you know what? That That's not exactly the worst idea, but it definitely is not what the scripture's getting at there. You know, um, obviously another big thing that goes alongside that, well, well David, you know, was able to beat Goliath because God was with him. Uh, yeah, but we never think about the fact of what would happen if, to David if God wasn't with him. Mm-hmm. You know, David happened to be within the will of God, but what would have happened to David if it wasn't the will of God for him to go out there and fight Goliath and beat him anyways? Mm-hmm. What if it was the will of God for for Saul to go fight David, Goliath. And then David was like, no, I'll go. But it would not have ended well for mm-hmm. David. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he would have looked like a toothpick on this, uh, or oh, toothpick, I don't know what I'm saying. I was, saying, I was trying to say, he would look like a, sh- a shish kebab on the spear of Goliath. I mean, dude was huge, his spear was giant, and David was a little dude. Uh, and realistically, David should not have won that fight in any stretch of the imagination. And yet he does. And, and, and because it was the will of the Lord. Uh, it's not that David was great. It's not that David could do that on his own or was mighty by his own accord. Absolutely not. We see throughout David's life that when he acts on his own, like on his own nature, he sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, like David's a really bad dude when he's acting on his own nature. Right. Uh, and we know that. Uh, you're talking about things like Bathsheba and the killing of Bathsheba's husband. Um, he's not a good guy when he's acting on his own behavior. Yeah, when he acts within the will of the Lord, he did some really amazing things. Absolutely. Uh, but that's what this passage is getting at, is that on your own accord, you're, you're nothing. And, and let's say you even do turn a worldly prophet, what does that do for you for eternity? Nothing. Uh, but we know through scripture that those who follow the will of God are building up treasures in heaven, and they will receive their, an eternal reward. Uh, you know, there, there will be people who get saved and live life as a Christian, and they get to heaven, and they receive little. And there will be people who get saved and live their life as a Christian and get to heaven and will receive a lot. And it's because of how they live their life after salvation. Uh, were, they, were they living for the will of the Lord? Or were they li- living for the will of themselves? Were they sharing the gospel? Or were they just trying to make money? Were they giving to the church with a truly generous heart? Or were they just giving the 10% tithe? Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's so many things that go into that. Uh, but ultimately, like, like, it just comes down to living in the will of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so we shouldn't boast. And that's what the scripture says here. Mm-hmm. We, shouldn't, we shouldn't boast. Um, you know, if we have success, don't boast. It's God. It's yeah. not yours. It's not your success. Um, it's God's success. And, and, and you have that success so that God may be honored. Mm-hmm. Whether that's through donating the money you've received to church but simply by saying, it was only through God that I got this. Yeah. And that's what David said. When he killed Goliath, 
You know, he gave all the, he gave the glory to God. Uh, and that was what he was supposed to do there. Now, obviously, David was praised uh, very much by the society. That's really the turning point in which David started to be seen as, you know, he had just been, uh, you know, that's when the society started to see him as the, the next king, potential next king, mm-hmm. uh, was, was then. Um, but still, like, David knew that the glory should go to God. Um, and that's very important, because he doesn't boast himself in that way. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Uh, we'll come back next week. Chapter 5, let's see here. How much more do we got? Is chapter 5 the last chapter? Yeah. So chapter 5, and then we'll be moving on to a new book. I don't know what yet. We'll figure that out. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for this time you've given us to gather here to uh, just to read over your word, to study it, to learn from it. I thank you for this time you've given us every week to just set aside time to be here with you and, and to, to read your word and to talk about you know, the things that we learn and stuff is such a blessing in, in my life and in my week. Uh, it it keeps my eyes on you, Lord, and I, I thank you for that, Lord. And I just, uh, I pray that you bless those who listen uh, the same way that you have blessed uh, me and Caitlin here with this word, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.